beautiful writers welcome back to my channel today we will be discussing the 10 traits that every author needs the 10 before we get started if you haven't subscribed already please hit the subscribe button and then click that little bell button thank you very much and if you like the video give it a thumbs up it helps with the algorithms so what we're going to be discussing today, the 10 traits that every writer needs to succeed. Writing, authoring, it's a lot of hard work. A lot. But as with any task, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing well. Right? <laughs> okay, so number one is to show commitment. Make a schedule and stick to it. Make a schedule for writing and stick to it. Don't make excuses. Sit your butt in the chair and write. Stop talking about writing and write. Stop daydreaming about writing and write. Stop explaining how lazy you are. Are you too lazy to eat? Are you too lazy to hold a remote? Are you too lazy to scroll? Then you're not lazy. You're just making excuses. Trait number two is wear many hats. Whether you need to be your own first draft cheerleader, your own social media marketer, if you're blogging, if you manage your own website, be prepared to learn many skills, to wear many hats. Some folks who do indie have to learn all about InDesign and formatting and editing. And a lot. if you're going to be um, querying, then you're learning that whole process as well. I had to learn YouTube and iMovie to begin making my YouTube channels. I had to wear a lot of hats. Number three trait, go the extra mile. Yeah, mm -hmm. you do need to look up that fact and double check that information. You must also follow agent's instructions exactly when you're sending a query. Make sure they represent your genre. Make sure you're giving them exactly what they asked for. Another thing about going the extra mile is to remember that good is never good enough. From your manuscript, to your query, to your blogs, you make them as awesome as you can. Number four is decision making. There's a lot of decision making for authors. The first is what is your genre? Follow the guidelines for the genre. Plan out your plot and character. Now, I know there's a lot of pansters there, but, and you can be a panster and a plotter, and I'm, I'm big on, I'm big on plotting. I don't plot every little thing. A lot of things come to me, but I have, I know where I'm going. I have that GPS for the story arc and how it's going to end. That helps me immensely. I never seem to be stuck. And if I am stuck about a scene, 
it's not taking me weeks and months to figure out how to unstick it. I think it's a lot easier to write when you know where, when, why, and how your plot is going. So be a decision maker when it comes to your novel. Some author big decisions are really just a whole lot of little daily decisions. I find if I break things down into small little tasks, then the big stuff gets done. For example, if you want to get an agent, the first thing you do is look for agents in your genre. Then you read their bios and their wish list. Then you make a list or an Excel folder. Then you collect all of those agents. Then you learn how to write a query. Then you write your query. Then you write your query about a million times. <laughs> then you send out, you make a schedule to send out five a day or six a day or two a day, whatever your time allows. Seriously, it's not a one day task and the decision to query and to find an agent is big. But if you take things all in little chunks, it works out. The same goes for if you decide to self-publish and be an indie author. Take one step at a time. Break it up. Today I will. It works for me. Little chunks. Much easier to handle than the giant thing that's looming that scares you. Number five is have passion or a sense of purpose. You're more likely to finish the novel if you're passionate about the story and the characters. And honestly, if you're not passionate about them, will a reader Will an agent? Something to think about. The passion ought to extend to the rewriting, the revising, and that whole revision editing process. Too often I read posts and tweets like so many about writers lamenting the revision or the editing process. Or they tell me they revised revise their novel in two days. What? Okay, you're not really revising. You did some edits. You maybe threw in some, I don't know, commas and periods. But revision takes a long, long time. So, why are you lamenting this? Why do you hate this? That's part of the process. These are just important to novel writing and the revision and the editing can make or break your novel. Tackle it with gusto. Be so happy when you find typos, <laughs> okay? Or when you craft a better, well-turned phrase. Number six, if you're balancing a career and kiddos and family or both and all, you must be organized. If you want to stand a chance in hell of accomplishing the whole writing process from start to finish, you need to have to be organized. You need to be organized. Um, I linked a my three brains video up here. It's my hot, warm, and cold brains and how I take my creative brain and then apply it to my day when my, my creative brain functions the best. Also with organization, find the best ways to do things like catalog your research, keep track of your character descriptions and their traits, you arrange your timelines, your plot lines, organize your notes, 
and methodize your query sending process. The more you are organized, the better. And that goes with when you, when people who have like a file that says, you know, my story, final, my story, the real final, my story, the final, final, final. Yeah, that doesn't help you. Um, I date them. Then I can go back and actually look at the dates. Super easy. Just date it. Okay. The more you're organized and it's a necessary evil, it's it, the, the payoff is that you save time in the end. I find the more organized I am with everything in the beginning, even though it seems to take like days where I'm putting things in folders, uh, the more efficient it is when I'm going back through revision processes or queries or, or whatever it is I happen to be doing that I am super organized. So yes, I have a lot of Excel spreadsheets. I have a lot of charts on my laptop because it helps keep me organized. Number seven is dependability. Create self-imposed deadlines. If you, if you're already an author and you're already have a an editor of a major publishing house, you already know they've given you deadlines that you have to meet. Well, if you're not there yet, you create your own deadlines. Okay, for example, the first draft will be completed like for me during my summer vacation or in three months or I will write 2,000 words a day. I said the 2,000 words a day, but you know what? I really am not a fan of the 2,000 words a day. Why? Because when I write a rough draft, I cannot write 2,000 words a day. I'm just trying to figure out plot and try to get things going. I don't even look at that. I just look at my plot and where I'm going with it. Also, sometimes I don't have a lot of time. So for me, being dependable, part of that being dependable means that if I have an hour to write in the morning, I'm going to budget in, I'm going to put in that hour in my day or on the back end or wherever. I make those short-term and long-term goals and I make it achievable because who wants to reach the end of the day and it says 2,000 words or you're a loser and you're like, no, okay, things happen, people call life happens okay so for me i think it's better if you can do time periods but once again this is your you know your life you figure out what works best for you and then reward yourself when you meet the goal whatever that reward would be number eight is to practice effective communication skills writers have to use social media. It's the new author normal. You already know this if you're watching, but I'm always amazed by authors and sometimes not even like, you know, expect it maybe of a, of a much, you know, an older author who didn't grow up with social media, but I'm always surprised by younger authors. Yes, you have to be on all the social media platforms. So when you're on those platforms, okay, Look at your posts, your tweets, your comments. Are they full of whining and complaining, full of self-promotion? Think twice before hitting the post or retweet or comment. Look at what you're writing. Feel the tone of them. Think, okay? Typos, poor grammar, unintelligible syntax. Yes, guess what? Folks are judging you. 
and I'm the queen of typos where somehow I just don't see them. I see them after I posted them. I go back and change them. If it's a tweet, yeah, I have to go back and delete that tweet. But if I see the typo, I fix it. If I write a comment on a Facebook and the tone seems snippy or rude, I don't want to, I don't want to present that vibe. And because it's the written form, we have to be careful how that tone comes across to others. Number nine is conscientiousness. If you're going to do anything, do it right. Read blogs, how-to books, videos, attend conferences, listen to webinars, take classes, join a writer's group, do whatever you can to learn about the art of novel writing. Hey, you can subscribe to my channel. Winging it just doesn't work in this business. It sets you up for disappointment and criticism. There is so much free advice, so much free writing advice on the internet. You need to take advantage of it, like this channel. It's silly not to research what you can. Winging it also in terms of rewriting, okay? First drafts are crap. They are. Deal with it, move on with it, revise. The last one, number 10, is having a positive attitude. This is tough for writers, especially when you're in the thick of it or you've sent out those queries and you've had, you know, 50, 100 rejections. Yes, it does happen. Discouragement, frustration, even plot setbacks while you're writing, character conundrums, agent rejections, they are all part of the process. I read this somewhere and I really liked it. It said, if you want to increase your success, double your failure rate. I kind of like that. We, But you know what? We don't tend to want to hear that because we live in a world where we really only want to hear about the overnight success story. You know what? It doesn't work that way for 99.9% .9 of us. It just doesn't, but we still love reading it because we hope, we hope, we hope. If you love to write, then write. If you love to write, keep writing. Keep sending those queries out to agents. Keep trying. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. That's how I think of things when I'm going to do something new. Like for instance, I'm going to, you know, message a book blogger if they are interested in, you know, one of my novels. I have nothing to lose by doing it. Fake the positive attitude if you must. So those are the 10 traits. We're human, so we're not good at all of them. Which trait do you need to work on. Thanks for being here today. Um, once again, I would love it if you would subscribe and hit the notifications button. If you like this video, give it a thumbs up. And remember writers, dream, create, embrace. Bye-bye.